Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity again to share your word, to lift you up, to elevate you in the life of people. Lord, show yourself to us. Increase our faith in you. We can't do this without you. We pray for miracles, Lord. Protect her, Lord. In the name of Jesus. You say you've never seen the rights forsaken or their seed begging bread. Show us, Lord. Show us her whereabouts in the name of Jesus. Protect her from the enemy. Thank you. Thank you for your healing power and your deliverance power. We pray for Sister Shackford as she continues to recover from her surgery. Thank you for Minister Vera and Brother Sam and Sister Darlene. Lord, thank you. Sister Knox is here with us today. Thank you for continuing to heal her body. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I am uh, excited. I want to say uh, God is good. The Bible, this message today, I hope, uh, it touches you like never before. When Moses and the children of Israel was in trouble and they said, lift up the serpent and look to the serpent for the healing. Jesus told them later on in the gospel, he says, if I be lifted up, son of man be lifted up, I draw all men. Faith that he is who he is. We have to understand who God is, right? And then we got to understand that he, he's not like us in the sense that uh, we don't know who we are. He know who he is. And he know his assignment. So in Genesis, when God said to us, I want you to hear me well, and I may have to do the second part of it next week. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and it was empty and it was darkness covered the deep of the waters and the spirit of God. Everybody say God's spirit. The spirit of God was hoovering over the surface of the water. Now God uh, was in unique because when you read Genesis uh, he really opened some things up to us. 
And he said this, and God said, I want you to hear me, Lance. Don't miss this. God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And then let them have dominion. I really want them to have creative power. Everybody say creative power. I want them to be able to move uh, as though they are me. I don't y'all miss this now. Uh, he said, I want you guys to understand this is important because the scripture talks about it and we kind of overplay it. And so we don't really know, realize who we are, right? Uh, so then he goes on. He says, so God created us. And he created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So, so God created us. Right? In Genesis 2 and 7, it says, And the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground, and he breathed into his nostrils him. Everybody say him. He breathed him inside of the dirt. Now, we, we, we can't miss this because uh, Jesus was trying to give us a message. Uh, uh, really, God was. Uh, when he sent Christ into the earth, uh, was trying to let us see and understand uh, who we are. Right? And because uh, it was a battle because they had been held down for so long and they didn't realize what was going on. And it was a battle. So God came and he did everything he could to try to convince us that we are him joined together to work in the earth. Now, when I go back to Genesis chapter 1, uh, and it says, in the beginning, God created. God is a creator just like you. Don't miss this. Uh, God is a creator just like you. Everything, everything uh, that you look at in this earth is really in the mind of a man. And when I say man, I'm talking about the species. Everything in this earth that you can see was created from the mind of a man or a woman, all right? So you don't feel like we're just going one way. Now, I want you to get this because God did something to us. Now, when he says, now, this is me. Now, this is my imagination because I think your, the imagination of you is the I in I am. Now, don't you miss that. So when he says, I am that I am, I think the I am, I think that your imagination is the I in the I am. I think that's the God portion because if you can think it, you can bring it. Things change all the time when people think it's absolute. Somebody come along and they think something different and it changes. But it came from the mind of a man. Now, now, I want to say this again. When I say man, I'm not just talking about the male man. I'm talking about the species man. Amen? I want us to understand who we are. Because you're somebody, but you need to know who you are. Now, I know you guys have been walking around like zombies, and somebody been pulling you around like a puppet. 
telling you who you are. I want to let you know today that you was created in God's image. Now, if God said it, if God said it, what you tell me don't really matter. What matters is what he said about it. Now, here's the thing. We'll prove it. Uh, if you think it, you can achieve it. The only reason you where you are is because you think you are where you are. You don't move because you don't think you should be anywhere else. You're at a level you are because that's what you think you ought to be. Whatever you, whatever position you're in, whatever's happening is like, it's because you decided that's where you wanted to be. Nobody gets to control you but you. That's the power that God gave you. He gave you the creative power. If you can think it, it can happen. I went to a movie yesterday to watch George Foreman. George Foreman was one of the greatest heavyweight champions uh, uh, that ever lived. And he fought Muhammad Ali. And he was knocking people out one punch at a time until he ran into Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali did the rope-a-dope and, 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 and let him box it. Now listen, Ali knew who he was. He already spoke it and said, I'm going to beat him, and I'm going to beat him in this round. Now everybody else on the outside didn't believe it, but Ali did. When Ali knocked him out, the world was shocked, but Ali wasn't. It even shocked Foreman, right, because Foreman didn't really understand. Uh, after that, he got knocked out again, and then he, he lost some more fight, and now it shook him to the core till all of a sudden, man, he gave his life up for the Lord. And the greatest thing he ever did was he turned his life over to the Lord, and he forgot all about who he was because he was a bully. And he said, I'm going to now give my life to the Lord. On top of the world, he gives up boxing. He becomes an overweight, 313-pound man with a belly out here. Right? Uh, he was doing well, except he hired a guy to handle his money, and the guy blew all his money. And he ended up losing his youth center and everything else. And he said, the only way I can do this thing is I got to go back into the ring. But now he's 45 years old and he's 313 pounds. He's slow and he hasn't boxed because he told God he wouldn't do it again. But his wife had a vision. And with the vision, God told his wife that you're going to be the champion and you're going to lift God up in front of all the people. He had lost everything, but he believed it. He believed it so much that he started training. He believed it so much that he focused all his energies on going back into the ring, being the world champion again. Everything he did was centered around that. And he trained, and he ate oatmeal instead of pancakes, right? And then when he got down to the weight, he went into the ring, and he was fighting the champion. And when he was fighting the champion, the champion was beating him bad. But he knew God had told him, and he was so focused. One punch knocked the man out. He became the champion again. God gave him a vision to be a champion and told him he's going to lift up the world. And here's what happened. He became richer 
in his retirement than he was while he was boxing. God gave him a vision of a grill, and the grill sold for $137 million. He was focus-driven. He believed it. I want you to understand who you are. God put inside of you him. When God had to face Moses, I mean Pharaoh, God told Moses, tell Pharaoh to let my people go. He said, you don't know who Pharaoh is, God. God said, Moses, you don't know who I am. He said, tell him that I am sent you. Right? And, and so he said, okay, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm try to do that. Now, I want you to hear this. Everybody say, I am. Now, I want you to pay attention because Glenn put this up here. I didn't do it, right? It says, I am, right? I, I believe, is the imagination portion of God. And if you think it, now, I want you to wait. Now, here it is. Now, I got to get this, this, this good, y'all. I'm so excited, right, uh, as, I, as I teach this here. I'm going to get it. I'm going to be done in four minutes. Psych. All right, here we go. Hebrews 11 and 3. By faith, everybody say by faith. faith. We understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth on his thought alone. He thought it and then brought it into existence. Whatsoever man thinketh, they can pull it off. I want you to hear me, right? Now, this is important. The I am is your imagination, it's the I, it's the God in you. Whenever you say something, you get to be God in the person. You're like, ah, man, that's a bunch of bull crap. Hear me out for a second. Tasha, I am Pastor Duran. Well, I am, first of all, I got to believe that I'm a pastor. Once I say I am, I activate the power of God. Now that I am, and I say I am, and I believe I am, I am. What make me not? Because you said it? Or you said it? But if God said it, I believe it. If God is embodied in us and we say he is, we give Jesus a lot of credit. He's the man. Right? But Jesus always told us that it's not me. It's really my father working through me. Jesus went on to tell him, said, the work that I do, you'll be able to do. But if I don't believe in me, it doesn't matter what nobody else say. But once I know that me and God is one, that's why Jesus told him, God, please do me a favor, Father. Make them one. As we are one. Right? Uh, in John, the 14 chapters, he said, don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? Don't you believe that you are in God and God is in you? Do you believe it or do you just come to church to be coming? Right? He says, uh, the words I speak are not my own. Right? But the Father who lives where? If he's living in me, then he's me. If he's living in me, then he's me. 
So if, if I am, is living inside of me. When I say I am, I am. It's so powerful, if I say I'm nothing, I'll be nothing. It doesn't matter what everybody else says. If you can formulate it in your mind and believe that I am, because it's your imagination, it's your thinking. I don't care what you want to be. If you concentrate on it and you put your energies toward it, God puts something inside of you, man, to help bring it to pass. And that something is not you, it's him. Living in you. Imagine if you, if God came up to you and sat beside you and said, listen, whatever you want to be, I can help you be it right now. Raise your hand if you, you'll go for that deal. Well, he did it. He's sitting right beside you and says, listen, if you believe it, so much so, if you think, if everything belonged to me, and I'm telling you, I am who I am, you got to believe I am. I was telling Glenn Gray, uh, Glenn Gray got us in a little trouble, and he thought his world was over. And he called me for words of encouragement, and it was over. And I said, Glenn, uh, he said, uh, he called me Unc. He said, Unc, uh, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. And now all of a sudden, Unc, uh, Unc, man, you ain't going to believe how God blessed me, Unc. Unc, you, he didn't connect me with these people. Unc, this person called me, Unc. I said, yeah, because you believed it. You said, I am. Everybody else thought you weren't going to be nothing. They thought you was going to jail. They called you a drunk. They said you weren't going to amount to nothing. Now they want to borrow some money. Right? But you have to believe who you are. I believe with all my heart that God lives inside of us. If he lives inside of us and he's with us, why can't we accomplish what we want to accomplish? Now, I want you to think about this for a second, and then I'm going to challenge it. I'm going to really bring it out next week because we got visitors, so I can't keep them to 1230, 1 o'clock, because they may not come back the next time. But stay with me, right? Now, I want you to think about this. I want you to think very serious about this, everybody. Everything that happens in your life happens in your head first. Everything happening in your life happens in your head first, right? So when you, when you decide that something happened, you have to decide in your mind whether you're going to do or not do. Whether I'm going to accept what you say or not accept. Whether I can make it happen or not make it happen. Whether I want to love you or not love you. It's all inside of me, right? If I got that kind of power inside of me, operate with the currency of love, what can stop me other than me? We often blame other people for things, man, that we really, uh, if we're honest, it's our fault. Right? I didn't get the job not because of them. I didn't get the job because of me. And here's the thing. Some of you all are so smart that somebody didn't give you the job. Guys, I know they didn't. I told you to do it on your own. I remember Maggie like it was yesterday. Maggie. I remember Maggie was telling me uh, uh, it was a long time ago. Uh, that she wanted to start a transportation business, and I wanted, I wanted to do, now this, she was just thinking this in her head, right? She, she should have, she was thinking about it in her head, that I, I want to get a transportation system so I can take kids to school and have a van to put them over. She was just thinking it, right? But God, she said, I, I'm a, and, when she, and all of a sudden she looked on a commercial store and somebody was already doing it. And now, God had gave it to her. He told her she can do it. She just didn't move on it. 
And we, sometimes we don't even think we have access to the resources, and then God will give you the resources. Right? Uh, God made you so smart, uh, it's just up to you whether you want to activate your smartness. You know, uh, how many people say you wasn't going to be nothing? You a failure. What made me a failure? Because you said I'm a failure? Or I said I was a failure. Because I didn't fail because you said it. I failed because I said I failed. Well, I, I, I just messed up. I couldn't. I. Everybody say I. I. That's you again. It's coming back to you. Is that I and I am. Because I am the one. I'm the one that's determined. That's the God in me. God bless you to have a part of him that was so powerful that nothing can stop you except you. That's why I believe when he said, if, if, uh, if the son of man be lifted up, right? I believe we are. I believe you lift up. When you lift yourself up and know who you are, you'll draw everything to you. You become this magnet. If you lift you up, if you believe you are who you are, if you, I remember Tasha was, over, she wanted a job and she moved to Florida. Uh, and then she moved to Florida and she liked her grandbaby and she wanted to come back. And she, and, and the girl was crazy. She, she got crazy faith. So she told the people, listen, I can do this job uh, and I can be over here and I can be, she had never done it before. But she said, I can run this company and I can do this here and here from Florida and Grand Rapids or Muskegon. I can do, no way, nobody's ever done it, but I can. She said, I can. Now, it had never been done. She was talking to me about it, and guess what happened? They gave it a job. Guess what she did? Exactly what she said she could do. Exactly. You have to determine that I'm God with skin on it. He's living in me, and now I'm working as though he's working in me. I was watching uh, uh, my, my baby, Neen. Neen is my baby girl. I was watching, and I looked on the Facebook. I didn't say, you, you got to look at this Facebook. And on the Facebook, uh, it was a girl with a gown. She had went to the prom. And, and Neen made the prom dress. And it was so beautiful, you would thought the girl bought it or had it made by some big seamstress or something. But, but what she didn't realize, that God had already gave it. She didn't go to seamstress school. She didn't go nowhere. She ain't been to nobody's university, no college, no nothing, right? But she's able to braid hair like never before. She's able to make dresses. She can sew, the girl can sew, but she didn't even know she could sew like that. Yes, she did. No, she said, I can make that. She said, I can make that dress. And when she said it, she made it. So when, so when you say you can't, when you say I can't, God can never fail. Never. So do you believe that he created you? And do you believe he downloaded himself in you? Do you believe? You say, well, I don't, I don't know. That's a little deep, Pastor Durant. Okay, I'll tell you what. Use your imagination. Because while you're not thinking about it, baby girl, somebody else is. When you get in your car and you go down the street and you make a right turn, somebody came up with the road in their mind and they made it. Every law, whatever you look at, somebody thought about it and it was like Jesus. It was like God when God spoke it into existence. 
They believed it so much they took all their energies, put all their energies toward that thing, and did it. Nobody could have told uh, 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 Sister Duran that she couldn't be a reading specialist. She saw the women doing it, and she did it. The idea of Pentecost, she had no idea. Now she, I said, I can write anybody. I asked, I asked her sister Pentecost, I said, would you write this grant for she's the pastor? I don't write grants like that. But if somebody else write it, I promise you I can edit it. Right? So people sent her stuff from all over the place for her to do what God told her she could do. And I'm sure she didn't go to college, man, just for editing papers or editing uh, 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 resumes. But she said, I can. Once you say, I can, you activate the power of God. And now the I am becomes you. Everybody say, I am. I am. Whatever I want to be. I am. I am. Whatever yeah. I want to be. Remember, you the I am. You the I am. Today, your life changes. Today, you, Jesus, with skin on it. Now, Jesus, when he got ready to heal somebody, he just healed them. Because he knew he could do what? Heal them. He was speaking. He had so much power. One man's daughter was sick, and Jesus, the girl says, uh, the man said, would you come to my house? Well, my daughter's sick. Uh, Jesus said, okay, I'll be back. He said, no, you don't need to come. Just send your word. Because I know if you said it, it can happen. I believe if you say it, you activate some powers inside of you, and then you can do it. And every one of you all are smart like that, but you just don't. Satan got you tricked, and you've been living in families and places where people say you're nothing, you're nobody, you're not that smart. You How are they going to tell you dumb, and you dumb, and you know you better than so if somebody say you're not, so then you hide behind. You say, I really can do that. And you know you can. Right? They may call, they think you're nothing, but I'm telling you somebody. So you have to believe with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. All right? Uh, here's what Jesus said. You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it. What's my name? I am. It ain't Jesus. It's I am. If, as, as I am. Because I believe if I say I am, I am what I say I am. If I say I am, if I want to be a doctor, I say I'm a doctor. If I want to be a great basketball player, I say I am. If I want to be a great coach, I am. Whatever I want to be, I am. Now, here's the problem. You don't believe it. Because you don't spend enough time with understanding who God is. And you don't know he really is in you. Somebody else got to tell you, well, God don't really know to tell you. You ain't really got the Holy Spirit. How dare you tell me that? How dare you tell me what I don't have? And I'm going to believe it? You say, well, you ain't got the Holy Spirit. I don't. Says who? I said it. And who are you? Well, I'm God. Well, so am I. He lives in me just like he lived in you. Uh-uh, because I go to church every Sunday. Oh, you do? Well, he told me I am. So if I am, who are you? Well, I am too. Well, you just do you and let me do me. So I don't have to be jealous of you or envious of you. All I got to do is be what God called me to be. 
and I have to believe it. A lot of us, as I wrap this thing up, a lot of us are in situations and circumstances, uh, and uh, we blame other people. I'm in this situation because of this. You know, uh, <laughs> I remember, yeah, a little bit of history, and I'm closed, I promise you. So there was a, this is history, right? There was a history of doing, when, the, when the middle passage came and slavery came into a, America, and they wanted free labor, and people was trying to get rich off somebody else's dime. Now, this is good. Study your history, right? So they wanted to come over here to America, and they wanted free labor, right? So they said, we got a good way of doing it. Let's go over to Africa and get these people over there from Africa, and they all dark-skinned, they black, so they can't hide, right? So what we're going to do is we're going to bring them over here to America, and we're going to use them as free labor, so we're going to get rich for everything they do. We can, they had a great idea, right? That's a great mindset, right? Say, so I can do, yeah, they did, right? So here's the thing. They knew something, though. This is good. They knew that if I can get them not to know who they are, then I can hold them and make them whatever I want them to be. If I can, if I can make them believe they're nothing, so they put laws in the place so they weren't even, they're not even human beings. They can't do nothing. Right? They even said this. If you try to teach them how to read, we're going to kill you. Because if they mess around and read, they're going to know who they are. And, they, and remember, because God wasn't racist. He wasn't racist. He wanted everybody to be a blessing, right? But some people, man, because of capitalism, they wanted free money. And they wanted, but God says, so they did everything they can. And they thought, and they, thought they could hold you down. Now you're living in a house you didn't even build. You're driving cars you didn't even build. They, they take your tax money and God keeps giving you more. Everything you imagine you want, God said, can nobody stop you? Because once you decide in your mind that you are, because you can kill my body, but you can't kill my spirit. Right? So the only way you try to stop somebody, you try to stop them physically. Right? Because as long as they're alive, they can make it happen. And you're alive. So you can make it happen. So if they couldn't stop them, how are they going to stop you? Shh. But if I keep on telling you you're nobody and make you believe you're nobody and I tell you that God don't love you and you're nothing and you're going to be like the daddy and your daddy ain't no good even though your daddy was pretty good because he brought you here. Right? But if I can tell you, make you believe that, guess what happens? You won't do nothing. But raise your, I want you to stand on your feet if you was raised by a single parent, stand up. <laughs> stand up. I want everybody to look around. You know, now, I want you to sit. Oh, wait. I want, you, I want you to sit down if you're dead broke and ain't got no job, no money, no nothing. If you ain't got no money, no, you ain't got no house to live in, you ain't got no car, you ain't got nothing, I want you to sit down. Right? Now listen, so they thought they could stop you. People thought they can't stop you. They said single parents can't do this here. And they can't, the kids are from this kind of home. What stopped them? Now, uh, most of you guys got college degrees. Some of you guys running companies. Right? Because you said I am. And because you said I am, you did. And then nobody can stop you, right? 
Now, sit down. Stand up. Back up. If 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 you got if if you make some money and you didn't go to college. Stand up. Yeah, see? They said you couldn't do it. You had to go to college. They said you had to go. No, you didn't have to go. You had to know who you are. Some of the richest people in the world didn't go to college. You know what they did? They used their brain to let their money make money. Sit down. I'm done. Hey, Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. <laughs> Today, I want to leave you with this. You are Jesus with skin on it. You get to represent God. And now, I want you to move from this day forward. And they say, well, who, what's your name? Say, I am. Every time you talk to somebody, they say, hey, listen, what, what, tell me, I am. What are you? I'm what I want to be. If I, if I want to be an engineer, I'm an engineer. If I, want, if, if I want to be a homeowner, I'm a homeowner. If I want to be the boss, I am the boss. But you have to believe it in your head. Now know that you're God's child. Know that he downloaded his spirit in you. And y'all connected. And you and your father won. And quit letting people tell you what you're not. And, and I want you to walk around with your head up high. Don't let anybody take advantage of you. Know who you are. Know who your father is. I and my father are one. And my father got it, I got it. Amen? Amen. Amen. I will close with a uh, ceremony solo by... Uh, Brother uh, Chandler, but he ain't going to sing for me. Anyway, Corey. <laughs> Brother Chandler, everybody stand to your feet. Get a load of hand clap. <laughs> kids, kids, if you're in school, when you go to school tomorrow, I want you to go in there knowing that you are who you want to be. If you want to be a straight-A student, be a straight-A student. You can do it. God is inside of you. Amen? If you don't know who God is, you don't know who Christ is, and you want him to be in your life, you need somebody to pray with you, to help you with your journey, um, I want you to come up for prayer. Or maybe somebody's sick. Somebody's sick in their body. Right? And they're they sick in their body, and they need healing. You got to believe I am healed. Everybody say, I am healed. Maybe you're out there, you're addicted to something, and you want to be unaddicted. You got to say, I'm delivered. Maybe you got addiction to something, you want to get delivered. You got to believe I am delivered. Everybody say, I am delivered. All right, I am healed. Amen. All right, let's bow our heads. Oh, Heavenly Father, I thank you. I thank you for all these people in this room today and those on the airways. They know today that you live inside of them. And when they say, I am, they don't know they partnered with you. And now nothing will stop them. They not listen to any negative talk, any put-downs. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you for every kid today who secretly, somebody telling them they're nothing, they're being bullied. Tell your friend, hey, I'm not afraid of you. I am God's child. Don't nobody bully God's child, not God's child. 
So, Lord, bless right now in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We pray for strength and power and anointing. We pray for faith and confidence and courage. Lord, thank you for our imagination. Let us be able to speak it, believe it, and live it, and walk it. Lord, we thank you so much. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Well, get the Lord a hand clap. We want to bless, give, bring the music down just a little bit. Hey, I want you guys to be a blessing to the ministry. Continue to bless. Hey, don't forget your tithe and offering as you sow into the ministry. It's between you and God. We can't do this work without you. So we ask you to have confidence and trust God in your giving. You can give online. You can write a check. You know how you do it. But we need your help. We're trying to get some things accomplished, and we need your help. Lord, bless the offering. Bless all those who are sowing into the ministry. Don't let any of them lack as they sow into this ministry. Thank you. And Lord, as we leave this place, never your presence, let your Holy Spirit Lead us and guide us every step of the way. Give us traveling mercies. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Consider yourself dismissed. God bless you.